Hey everyone, it's Andy. How y'all doing? Sorry, I went all Cowboy Bebop there for a second. I was staring at my wall and saw my Cowboy Bebop the movie poster. Anywho, I just wanted to pop in before the start of this episode in particular to apologize for the audio quality. This was recorded by Bill and Josh, and the microphone is fine, but the studio had some water in it once again. We are stuck in the Midwest, aka apparently water world at this point, and Bill and Josh had to record in a different room, and the acoustics are not up to our normal quality, so it is absolutely listenable, but you're going to notice a difference in the audio quality, so I want to apologize up front for that. I hope you still enjoy the episode. They ran a little short, so you're going to find a little bonus bit by me later on near the end of the episode. Um, enjoy it, and let's get to our review of Wolf's Rain. I never imagined I would look upon that face again in my lifetime. The countenance of your beloved maiden. She's your younger sister, as I recall. You know it as well as I, that her soul was lost ever since that day. But you were the only one unwilling to face the truth. So I released you from that heavy burden. I did it all for you, my beloved. Sans Andrew. Yeah, yeah, that kind of got a little busy, and I'm back. And you're back. Yes. But that firing didn't stick. <laughs> no, no, no firing. I, I was going to come in and start saying, you know, guess who's back? Back again. Joshy's back. I would have. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's Who back? Who originally sang that? Huh? Who originally sang that? Uh, well, I know where you're going with that, and fuck you, I'm singing it now, and it's amazing. You can't play into a bit at all, can you? No, I can't. It's called Yes And. <laughs> no, no. Yes, it is. No, but. I'm, uh, you're doing a Yes And, I'm doing a No But. I don't feel like you do No Buts. Oh, I do lots of Buts. I said No Buts. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Hey, it's been a while. It has. It has. How you doing? Things and stuff. Things and stuff. Better than Andrew tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sh- sh- should we peel back the curtain as to why Andrew is not joining us uh, in the uh, uh For once, it's not my basement that's wet. Yeah. We are drowning in the Midwest. Yes. There, Send help. There is a lot of water here. Like, <laughs> well, it was funny. I was telling my wife that, um, that Andrew wasn't going to be there because... His basement's flooded. She looks at me and go, and I'm like, no, no, this is worse than our basement because our basement gets damp, like yours. 
but it's only in spots. It's like yeah. only in like corners in our basement. Like Andrews turns into a freaking swimming pool. Yeah, it happens less often, but it. Is yeah, a lot when worse. it when, when it does happen, it's it's yeah. So, so. Yeah. Well. We got we got an episode of Wolf's Rain. We gotta get through. You got you have any nerd news you want to talk about? Quick, um, quick, quick. Not anything that's been recent or relevant. Uh, playing a lot of Monster Hunter World in, in preparation for the big expansion. But that's about it. Um, uh, AEW was last night. As oh, of now. yes, yes. Um, I've heard mixed uh, to positive. I've heard mostly positive. All right, all right. Um, so. I heard the uh, the Cody and Dustin Reynolds match was uh, really? maybe, maybe one of the best matches of their career. Oh, I, I didn't even know that, that Cody and Dustin were actually going to have a match together. Yep. Oh, I want to see that. I, I've heard it's good. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm hearing the wrestling was phenomenal. Right, right. And I'm not surprised. Right. You know, WWE currently has the best roster of wrestlers they've ever had, I think. I have to agree. Even. I mean, you know. It's just what to do with them. Psychology, storytelling, that's the thing that we're missing right now. You know, the writing's not there. But um, in the next couple months, uh, uh, AEW does have their, their agreement with Turner. And uh-huh. they're going to be uh, releasing weekly shows on TNT. Now, I'm hoping they don't do the dumb thing that thinking that they should go straight into Monday. No, it's gonna. We already we talked about this last episode. Okay, they're going to Tuesday nights. Okay, and at first I thought they're going Tuesday nights to fight SmackDown because SmackDown is the ones having the trouble filling house shows, filling arenas, okay. ratings, okay. being the bigger show. Right, right. Actually, what they're doing is even smarter than that. What's that? Because SmackDown's moving to Fox on Friday nights. Oh, so there's a built-in wrestling audience on Tuesday nights who are not going to have the show they were watching. Oh, that is pretty smart. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I um, see what happens. I mean, if AEW, I mean, it's hard for me to get down to watch wrestling, especially WWE, where their shows are just too goddamn long. Too much of it. I don't need it. Yeah, there's just not enough time. I mean, if I want to watch, I want to watch some matches. But I don't have a way to watch matches regularly. And also, I don't want to necessarily have my kids watching wrestling right now. Right now, they're four and two and a half. Still a little young to expose them to wrestling a lot. I mean, a little bit. And my daughter will get into watching wrestling matches. I understand that. Yeah, I mean, not not my personal feelings against the business. It's just that there's a lot that they can hurt each other. But, right. But it's still so yes, exactly. Yes. Shall we get down to it? Yes. Let's get into this. Let's get into Wolf's Rain episode twenty six, the, the last episode, the last episode of the regular series. the regular series, right? Episode twenty six, Moonlight Crucible. You're not gonna try. You're not gonna take a shot at the Japanese. Gekoro. <laughs> It's one word. Gakaro is midnight, uh, moonlight crucible, huh? I mean, that's what it says here. Wow. See, Gakaro. Wow, that's cool. Got a lot of Japanese. Enlighten me. Well, right out of the gate, we know this is really serious because there's no music. Right. And we get lots of pretty geometric designs, mm-hmm. and we realize that Jagra and her her druids, I guess, <laughs> the Undertaker druids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they call them alchemists on the, the subtitles. Alchemists, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're talking about that, and it seems like Jagra is pissed that Darsha the First brought, brought the Day of Destruction 200 years ago, mm-hmm. and we're finally getting this info dump. And it's not, it's not a big info dump. It's not. I mean, it's, it's only like a little blurb, but it explains so much that this series has never been able to explain for 25 episodes prior. Right. Um, I'm just glad there's a payoff. Right. She talks that Kiba woke up Chessa 
Right. And he is the wolf destined to rule the world, apparently. To rule the world? Or I thought he was supposed to be the one chosen to open up paradise. They said he's the wolf, the beloved lunar maiden, okay. flower maiden, whatever, Right. is the wolf destined to rule the world. I don't know, man. I didn't catch that. I just figured that he was meant to open the, open the to lead the way to paradise. I heard it again the night when we watched it. Okay. They definitely say it. I don't know why. That is such a weird statement. Jagera's idea seems to be that she's using her Moonlight Crucible... To take Paradise away from the wolves. From what my understanding is, she is opening up a false paradise for the humans only. I don't think she's trying to open up a false paradise. Or for the I think maybe that's what she's doing. Uh, opening up paradise for herself and the nobles? Right. That's what she's trying to do. Um, I mean, they do say it's like a false paradise or allude to it. And so this man that has the, the mask of Darsha. Walk, co- walking in like a goth boss. Yeah. He removes his mask, and we learn that it's Darsha. I'm really surprised by this. And then Jagra takes off her helmet, yeah. and she's Hamana? Yeah! What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, she's, a- she's actually a twin sister of Hamana. Oh. And they both love Darsha. So I gotta say this. Darsha could have made out like a pimp on this one, because he had the love of both these gorgeous women. That look exactly like, oh, are they twins or, or are these? I mean, I, they she says ha- she's older. Yeah, but there's always an older twin. They're, right. They don't so, come out side by side. Right. So he, but he goes, he instead goes straight for just Hamina only, shirks that bitch Jagra. Direct quote. Well, Jagra says, so Hamina was the light to Jagra's shadow. Right, right. So and she know. was the one that Darsha loved. This got really soap opery. Oh, really? Yeah, and confusing. Yeah, yeah. soap opery. Yeah, you have to at least give it to Darcy. I mean, he could have been all Mister Polyamorous and gotten both, gotten both of them, but he was just like, no, I want the, I want the nice one. Nothing to say anything about being poly, but if both of your lovers are twin sisters, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have a point there. I mean, there, there, there is a limit. There. That's getting a little creepy. Even that. we have our limits. Twin sisters is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty creepy. You're right. You're right. Um. I'm just saying. But it is pretty much goes, I want the nice one. <laughs> well, yeah, he wants the, the... He doesn't want the bad girl. Uh, he's goth enough that he wants the opposite. Okay, fair enough. So they have some spell that Dasha the first tr- started. Right, right. And this spell has started to kill Chessa, according to Cher. And then she says maybe the water's doing it. But then she makes the final statement. She goes, no, she's blooming. I don't know what that means, though. Well, at every point in a young woman's life, there will become a day where she will bleed down there. And yeah. And she's in the bloom of her womanhood. Man, I thought you were going to go to something clever instead of just being, just being crass. Now, I was trying to be clever, but I couldn't think of a poetic way of saying she's going to have a period. Again, I thought you were going to be clever instead of crass. <laughs> there comes a moment in a young woman's life where petals come cramming out of her face. Something like that. <laughs> right. I, I just have to, She just vomits pollen all over the ground. I'm sorry, if I was great at video editing, I'd probably do like one of the first images where she opens up her eyes and smiles and then just have a flower and you just hear bleh. So, uh, we get another shot of the Moonlight Crucible head on. Right. And is it just me or does that look like Darsha's weird eye? No, no, no. It's not you, man, because, yeah, totally looks like that. In the next episode, I can't wait till we get to that. Yeah, there's a moment. 
But yeah, it totally looks like Dark Shazai. And now we kind of learn that Jagra is stupid, though. Duh. Because she's using all the power for her spell, forgetting that her prison runs on maglocks. <laughs> so while the whole city is starting to lose power, the wolves realize they can get out. Which wolves are we talking about? Uh, Toboe, Sume, and... Toboe, Sume, and Hub. And Hub. Yeah. Hub actually has to help him. Because he's, he's, co- he's cheering them on. He's like, yes, okay, hit it now! Well, he's not even coaching them. He's, well, he's not cheering them on. He is coaching them. Yeah, he's he, coaching them. Because yeah. he sees how the locks work. And he's noticing the power surges are wits. Yeah, and so he's and trying to help them figure out how to get out of the mag box. He's, he's giving them the timing, essentially. He's, yeah, you understanding technology better than they are to tell them how to get out. Yeah, fair enough, that too. But it, um, but it works. But you think they'd either have backup power in those prison cells, or... There is a lot of metaphor to the hubris of man for this entire episode that I'm just going to say... They thought that all they needed was the one power source and they were going to be good. Also, you know, you should have those doors release <laughs> on power up instead of power down, and they won't have that problem. Once again, hubris of man. But we're, you know, I, I think there's a lot you could say about that. I'm just saying. This there, entire episode here. There's not one engineer that was like, you know what? You lose power, all these people are going to get out. No, because the engineers that finished creating the prisons were killed, so that way they couldn't divulge the secrets. Yeah, but they would have built it right in the first place. Or maybe they knew they were going to be killed and they didn't build it right in the first place. There you go. <laughs> so, Hige runs in to meet them. Yeah, Deus Ex Machina denied. Is that, he, yeah. He, his, his Ex Machina was denied. He's like, coming in like, oh, I was going to save you. Deus, Deus Ex Machinus Interruptus. There we are. Now, that's a title. Uh, and Sume is pissed at them. Oh, God. And I want him to get him. You want him to get him? Yep. Uh, Hige just kind of stands there being all deep and emo about shit. I'm fucked up. I'm trying to make it right. Yep. Dude, come on. Toboy's yeah. plan is to whine him better. Whine him better? <laughs> <laughs> come on, feel better. Sube, he said he was sorry. But okay. Hub is actually the one that gets Sume to help him. Right. Wasn't there a point, or was it the last episode that Hub goes, Are you wolves? Yeah, I think it was last episode. I think it was last episode. Yeah. I kind of laughed at that moment. Or no, no, it was this episode. It was this episode yeah. where he goes, are you Because the three of them are standing together, and he was like, are you guys wolves? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, Blue meets up with uh, the beaten up Quint. Yeah. She helpfully tells us that she's alive, and she has a bunch of good dog flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice little tender, warm moment, and it then is. she finally... What does she do? Uh, she plays coy when she wakes him up at first. Right. Trying not to be who she is. Yeah. And then she drops a bomb on him that his home was burned by the soldiers, not the wolves. The right. wolves just hid there and the soldiers burnt the town down looking for the wolves. Right. Um, Quint doesn't believe her at first. And then... And then he finally gets a fucking clue and turns around and gets his dog back. Right. And I'm sorry, that was a heartwarming moment. It when was. he realizes it's Blue and they're hugging and, and, it's, and, it, and it's him hugging Blue's wolf dog for him. Yep, absolutely it was. He, he realized then I have a daughter wolf dog. Yep. That's a little weird later, but less weird than, you know, like, twins. Right. right. Um, <laughs> I hate to cut in here, but um, you guys forgot the break card. It's me, it's me, it's Andy. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Tuning Japanese, the podcast where usually three guys in their 30s talk about anime, but today it was only two. 
Bill and Josh did a great job with this episode, even if it ran a little short. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it, as they mentioned earlier on, because of water in my basement. The entirety of my basement was a swimming pool, and that was a fun experience. So I had to deal with cleaning that up, and it was right before I was leaving to go to the podcast. I ran home, and thankfully, I did go home, because I can't imagine how much water would have been in my basement had I not, and had I gone to record. Anywho... You're here at the break card, which means that it's time to talk a little bit about things that are going on. Go check out tuningjapanese.com. That's where we post all of our new episodes. You can find the occasional article that we're pulling over from the Questionable Endeavor Network, which is no longer a thing. And we are also going to eventually have some new content on there as well. Once again, that's tuningjapanese.com, where you can get all kinds of new episodes, new stuff. One thing that I don't mention enough that I would love for you to do is to get onto iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. We haven't gotten one in a really long time, and iTunes reviews are a great way for other people to find us, especially if you really like the show but you can't support us in a monetary way. This is really honestly one of the best ways to do so. So if you want to go to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. We would very much appreciate it. If you can leave us some money then you can go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can get all kinds of great bonus content. And I want to say right here, thank you, thank you, thank you to Superfan Matt, who has been a supporter for a very, very long time. Superfan Matt recently upped his donation to $20, which is unbelievable. Doing the work of five of you fans out there, five of you fans were to listen to the show and just give $1 a month, you would get all kinds of bonus content and make up for what Matt did, all out of the goodness and love out of his heart. And I want to say a special thank you to Superfan Matt. I sometimes think we don't deserve a fan as awesome and as cool as you. And if you want to be just like Matt and you want to help support the show and make sure that we can afford to stay on the internet and can provide this for free without ads or anything like that, once again, it's patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can find all kinds of bonus content, and a dollar will get you bonus episodes. We have 30 bonus episodes. We did an episode about Game of Thrones. Bill and Josh actually also recorded an episode about Game of Thrones. So you can check that out one last time, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. I'm sure there's other things I can mention, but I'm getting tired. I want to get this out to you all, so let's head back into Josh and Bill's review. I'm going to pop in at the end with my own little two cents on this episode, the finale of Wolf's Reign, episode 26. But don't worry, we still got four episodes of OVA after this. Thank you, everyone, for your support, and let's get you back to the review. So we cut back to the Moonlight Crucible, mm-hmm. and I'm already sick of these masked weirdos. Yeah. Absolutely sick of their like, ASMR whispering. And they're... Oh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. You, you're tired of the. We must stop the wolf. We must. Ow! A Here. can has hit my head. And that's the bottom line. So continuing on. Ow! Why did we do that <laughs> I, for reals? I said continuing on. Kiba displays a here unto known power, and werewolves out. Yeah. Goes full on hispo form. I just said you puffer fished out. <laughs> no, was it was it this episode or last episode they broke out? No, it is this episode. It's right here out. now. We're yeah. in my notes. Yeah. He wants to save Cheza apparently because they're like telepathically talking. Yeah, she's like, come 
get me, Kiba. We gotta go to paradise. Oh, wait, no. There's paradise. And he runs straight into a weird dream sequence. Well, of course he stands on top of the weird eye. And I swear, if he had peed on it, it would have been awesome. Would have just been an awesome joke, and then I could have made the the uh, uh, Venture Brothers quote so much more awesome. I right. guess in God's eye, and he blinked. Well, he doesn't. He just trips out, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He kind of goes into a seventies uh, acid-induced uh, uh, metal video. Yeah, with like a like a minor key version of Moonlight Sonata playing in the background. But it sounded more like that one Enya song. It was Moonlight Sonata. It was like a minor key Moonlight Sonata knockoff. And I have really been thinking too much Enya. You really have. I swill beer talking about classical music. It's what I do. <laughs> um, uh, Jagra just kind of stands around reciting gothy poetry at Darsha. Yeah. And then she kind of debates him. Yeah, and then are we in like the... the yeah, we're in... Paradise? Wh- that paradise thing that yeah, we saw Haman in before. Yeah, this is so weird. And I don't... I'm going to be straight with you people. I'm going to tell you what happened. I don't know what happened. And I'm going to attempt to explain, but still have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. So they kind of poetry debated each other for a little while. Yeah. And it's kind of an info dump, too. But nothing really strictly... Nothing stuck. I think the biggest thing she she said was that we all knew Hamina's soul was already gone, and I just did you a favor by killing her because you couldn't put her out of her misery. That was like the big piece of that info dump. Yeah, but you still don't do that, man. Well. Do you want anime antagonists? That's how you create anime antagonists. It is. And so Darsha turns into Kiba. And he... Just explain it. He bites her in the neck. But then they stop being in the dream sequence. Paradise, whatever. And she stabs him, but but her neck armor falls off, uh-huh. and she has divots in her neck. Not tears, not punctures. Like old scars. Like an old scars of a right. wolf wound in her neck. Right. And then Kiba shows up later. So that wasn't Kiba that did it. It was Darsha turning into Kiba in the dream sequence, and then she stabs him with... I don't know, man. Oh, fuck it. I'm not even going to try. Yeah, that's this, just the fuck. I, yeah, I... Do, do I um, need to be stoned to try to figure this out? No, because I'd be more confused and asleep by, at that point. So this is apparently the end of her castle and everything, and the world is apparently dying also. Yeah, been dying for 200 years. I, I guess. But no, it really starts to die now. Right, right. And all of her, ca- or her city does, I don't know. Well, yeah. The, well, I mean, the lights go out when she starts initiating the spell. Of course, the first thought I was thinking was, are they going to riot? They should totally riot. So, Cher chooses this point to wake up. Right. Yeah, because she was insensible. Now, what happened? I forgot. Was this from the last episode? She went all, boo. Uh, Darsha, whoa, 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 her. Oh, okay. And she went, boo. Okay, so, that makes sense. But remember, she was talking about, she was awake anyway, because she was talking about Chesa right. blooming. Oh, okay. So, the thing broke. She holds on to Cheza. Right. A lot happens. We cut back to Dar- Jagra and Darsha fighting. Right. Jagra just goes complete fatal attraction. Mm-hmm. And ends up with winning the fight with a poison sword. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. Darsha falls. Again. But, 
Uh, Hige does Hige does a run in for Darsha, right? (laughs) And for really no good reason because he just gets ganked in the shoulder by that poison sword. Right? Yeah, it was bad. That was bad timing for him. But I I think he was trying to say, "I I ain't your tool no more, bitch." And you think that would have been a good distraction, at least, to give Kiba an opening? An opening, but But they announce he's there. Like, oh, Kiba. Yeah, well, you know, they have to they have to do the whole he's standing in the lighted doorway, looking all badass, and like I'm gonna fuck you. This is such an anime. This is this is dripping with right. anime trope. Yeah, right here. and it would have been so much better if he would have just like ganked her. He gay hit her. He goes down, and then she turns like, and then boom, Kiba hits her. Yeah, but that's see, you're applying Bill fight logic to anime fight logic. They d- neither do the well, two mix. Even anime action movie logic, it would have just made so much more sense. Well. Uh, but he does show up, like you said, in the doorway, in the light, ready to be a badass. Right. And he jumps on Jagra and just rips the shit out of her. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty interesting fight scene. That bitch does take it. She, although uses her, like, magic wolf trap card again. Right! She and, activated his trap card. And this time he walks through it. <laughs> he's like, nope. She's, well, at first she's like, I'm going to take all of your power! And he's like, fuck you. This is just a drawing walk across it. Hige does attack her again mm-hmm. and fails now because he's wounded. Yeah, right. That is when Kiba gets the the one-two combo on her, though. Right. And, you know, rips her throat out. Or, does he rip? No, I thought no. he just takes a bite out. Well, okay. He bites her in the throat. He doesn't do the two coup de gras. Okay? Yeah. Spoiler. He still bites her in the throat, but yeah. Here. Still, he bit her in the throat. A wolf bit her in the throat. Yeah. I mean... Okay. But yes, so you're right. Thing that he he then? wounded her terribly. Right. Maybe it was prophecy. I don't know. That's when Jagra turned around and Darsha stands up. He's looking all nice. Yep. He's like, hi. And then, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> right. Um. Oops. <laughs> I stuck you with my sword. And no, I don't mean that as a euphemism. So then we have Darsha telling Kiba he knows he's the chosen wolf. Right. Kiba comes back and says he knows that Darsha is neither a noble or a wolf. I don't know how either one of these people know this. Just take it on faith, buddy. So Darsha pulls out a shiny black sphere. Right. We think that was the moonstone they were referring to? Well, there were images earlier of a similar stone that had like tendrils that were separated from it that Kiba was running towards that I think was the gate. I thought that was the pupil to, in, the to, moon, in the moonlight crucible. Right. I, I thought know. that was the that was the gate to the you know. Either way, he, they're the like, moon. "What are you? I know you're not what you think you are. What are you? I know you're not what you think you are. I know. Look I, at my neat stone. I know you are. Bye. No, no, no. I know. What, I know you are. But what am I? Yep. He goes. <laughs> he doesn't just say bye. He leaves after saying, "But that paradise is calling us." Right. Oh God. We're not seeking. We're not seeking paradise, but it's that paradise is calling us, it, which isn't an answer. Is, it, is there a word to illustrate how the the level of cryptic that the cryptic is at this point? Like it's it's cryptic to the point of cryptic beyond all cryptic ever that has ever been cryptid in. And then we get ending credits. Yep. With a very nice song. Yes. Yes. Kind of sounds like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> But it's very nice. You know, honestly, if there was an American band that would that, that I would think would make music for Wolf's Rain, I would go with Fleetwood Mac, or at the very least, Stevie Nicks. Right, absolutely. Yeah. 
We see that Cher and Hub are reunited. Yay! And we see the Wolves and Chessa escape with them. Yay! And then we get a weird thing where Cher's like, Oh, we're getting old in my old skin. and But that's the next episode. Teaser. Right. Yeah. So that's it, really. Yeah. So, uh, a little shorter. Yeah. Um, I... Well... So what are your thoughts? Oh, my God. What the... F- um... If this was an ending, like, if this was, like, the original intended ending, aside from the six episodes that we're going to have down the road here. Four. Um, four? Is it four episodes? Four. Oh, that was six. I would have been like, okay, I guess it's an ending, and not have been bothered by it. Because my investment really wasn't there. Now, I will say this. The animation is fantastic with this episode. Well, that's what we always say. We always yeah. say it. It's a beautiful anime. Yeah, it's beautifully animated. It doesn't make a lot of sense. If this, oh, yeah, God, no. This, if this was the ending... It wouldn't be super satisfying. And it would have been there. It, 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 like, alright. And I think that was clearly the intention, was, was we were going to open this up for another, for an OVA, because we're going to do this to you. Well, they have these four ridiculous filler episodes. Oh my right god, now. are we going back to those? No, let's not. So we almost definitely knew we were having a four episode OVA. Right. That's and why I know it's four episodes, because they could have not done those right. filler episodes and right. done the OVA. But, I mean, all in all, though, once we get, you know, to this point, I mean, there's some resolution. That bitch Jaguar gets hers, okay? How do you feel about that? Do you think that was deserved? I mean, the builds are up for, for the latter portion of the series as this unknowable bitch who just did all this terrible shit. I will say that the, uh, that was at least a reveal that got me. The, oh, the, the, you look just like Hominus. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting that to be what was under the mask. Mm-hmm. I didn't really expect them under the helmet to really be anything. We made jokes about it before where it was like, am I beautiful? I was like, fuck, I don't know. You're wearing a helmet. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, well, I kept saying, man, I hope she was hot. I mean, you know, okay, yeah, she was hot. Yeah, so at least uh, at least that was a... Re- and even the, the dark show, like, take my mask off. Oh, I'm exactly who you thought I was under this mask. Right, right. Never mind, we've heard him talk. Right. We've seen him uh, with his uh, Robert Smith uh, uh, look before. Right. You know, Lord Darcy and Morgendorfer reveal was not a reveal. So at least we got a reveal that was worth revealing. Yeah, okay, yes, yes. At least some stuff got explained, some action happened. Right. We got, it may have, got back together. It may have been the best episode yet. Man, this it's going to be a hard top five. You I'm know, not gonna lie. Blue and Cher hanging out has always been great, but other than that, especially something that involves the male pack, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it may be the best episode yet. Maybe. We got, yeah, I we got heroes. We know why they're doing what they're doing. Kind of. We have villains. We have a twist. We have a a, a terrible thing averted. I'm assuming the fake paradise was terrible. I assume. I'm assuming. We have to but make a lot of assumptions Kiba, here. Kiba always says they're taking paradise back. So maybe it wasn't fake paradise. Maybe it was just... The wolf paradise? Yeah, falsely getting to paradise. Like, it was, mm. like that existing was preventing... Wolves to get in the paradise the way they're supposed to. And now, and now, getting to the point I, went, I said earlier, that there was a heavy-handed note of the hubris of man brings you to ruin. That I, type of I see that now you say it, but I don't. I wouldn't say it was heavy-handed because I didn't. I didn't read into it that way. I was reading into it, but now that you say it, I can kind of see it. So yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Straight. Hello folks, don't mind me cutting in here. I just had to give some thoughts on this episode of Wolf's Reign since I missed out. I didn't want to 
not talk about the finale here. And I'm just going to kind of throw some ideas out there, some WTF moments. And I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about some of the things that came up that I was either really confused about, things that I really liked, things that I really didn't like. And spoiler, there's going to be more of things that I didn't like in comparison to things that I did like. And I want to start with the most pivotal and important thing from this entire episode, and that's Jagara's hair. So at the very beginning, after our sort of cold open, we don't even get like a, a theme song, which is good, I thought, in this episode. We didn't need the, uh, we didn't need Stray at the beginning of this particular episode, but we get face-to-face Jagara and Darsha, and Darsha takes off his mask and it's Darsha, and I wasn't as surprised as Bill and Josh maybe were, but Jagara takes off her mask, and when she does, there's like four feet of bright green hair. And I know that that sets up the connection between her and her sister Hamina, but how the fuck do you conceal all of that hair up in that helmet? Because that helmet was not that big. I thought it would have been kind of cool, actually, to have a moment somewhere, maybe not the whole time, but somewhere where we see a glimpse of green hair or something underneath the mask. Maybe when she's standing in front of the mirror and she's putting on the lipstick and she asks the guy in the last episode, you know, am I beautiful? Maybe she's tucking away a wisp of hair into her helm or something. Like, that would have been really cool. So that was done to get the big reveal about Jagara being Hamina's sister. And again, that would have been really cool had we had seen the twist in any way, shape, or form. It felt like one of the things in this episode was that you just had twists for twists' sake and narration and story without any sort of understanding as a viewer what was going on. There was no narrative clues, and that's just bad writing. So why couldn't we have a moment earlier on with Jagara and Hamina, even if they don't reveal their sisters earlier on than here? Um, you know, something, something with Jagara and Darsha to show that there was some sort of relationship there. Something at all. Uh, the whole thing is just really confusing. And then you top it off with probably my favorite line of the whole episode where she's walking toward Darsha and she says, the gates of paradise are opening. And it sounds like the biggest euphemism and like, you know, pickup line ever. And I, I, I laughed when I probably shouldn't have laughed. But let's take a second to then talk about Hige. Because Hige's character is probably the most confusing and the most frustrating of any character in the entire anime. And I know that I came into this hating Toboe, but I really dislike Hige. At first he wanders in, saunters in, just all cool like himself. Like, hey guys, I guess I don't have to save you when Sume and Toboe get out. But then when Sume gets all mad at him, he gets angry back. But then he just sounds defeated, like, I just want you to kill me. No, seriously, kill me. It's all confusing. Like, he wants to get back for Blue, but then he, you know, acts all suicidal, and he's just giving up. And I I get their strain, their stress there, but there's so many inconsistencies with his character that he just comes across as aimless to me. And it's, it's really frustrating, because I did not dislike Hige as much. But if we're going to talk about something I really hate like Hige, I want to also mention something I love, which was the reunion between Blue and Pops. It's the brightest part of the entire episode. It's the part that had the most emotional impact. Even the reunion of Cheza and Kiba really didn't feel great. But this felt amazing. When Blue finds 
Quint and goes up to him. And when Quint wakes up and sees Blue in human form and she's, you know, she reveals that like, hey, you're from that town. Oh, that's the town where the, the wolf hunters came in and were looking for the wolf and burnt that house down. And Pops gets all angry. Quint is just furious. But then Blue loses her, you know, her cool and lashes out her emotion. It's like, you know, hey, that's the truth. Listen to me, Pops. And we get this moment where he turns and he realizes, oh, my God, that's not just some girl. That's Blue. When he turns, he sees Blue as a wolf. It's super sweet. And she goes running to him and he goes running to her. And, you know, she's crying as a wolf. And he hugs her, and it's easily the sweetest, most emotionally impactful moment from this entire anime. That is a breath of fresh air in an episode that felt rushed, in an episode that was meandering and just just wasn't that good as a conclusion to the series. I do have to mention, too, the weird parallels in this episode. Uh, It's kind of tropey in a way, of classic fantasy stories. And really interesting, if you listen to Bill... And myself, our bonus season on The Record of Lotus War, there's so many weird parallels here. You've got these faceless nobles who are disciples of Jagera, remind me of the Dark Elves who are trying to summon the spirit of Cardus in that episode where they're all being kind of like sacrificed. So you had that going on, which was weird. Um, there is the idea of a sacrifice going on with Cheza. Cheza's going to be sacrificed along with Kiba, I think, in a way too, right? Like they're pulling the blood from Kiba to essentially open paradise. You have this fight of two evil forces, Darsha and Jagra are both bad guys fighting with each other, which parallels what we saw with Ashram and with Vagnard. The hero Kiba having to save the damsel in distress, Cheza. Uh, you've got the two big bads stabbing and killing each other multiple times, but them not dying. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting parallels between the two. And I don't know what to say aside from I just thought it was an interesting connection, but also I guess very tropey maybe, if I had to say. So I had to bring that up. Another thing, Kiba's scene where he's running to paradise, where everything is like this big acid trip, and we see glimpses of Darsha's ancestor, his grandfather, who's there with Kiba? So is Kiba some ancient reborn wolf, or is he, was he back there with Darsha's grandfather and not remembering? Why was the owl shown at one point, like a flash of him, when we're talking about this fake paradise? Why was that never explained? There's so many things that are just really confusing. They talk about paradise being in existence, I guess, before, but then there was a curse put on it because of Darsha's grandfather, and we get bits of that earlier, but, like, the whole thing is just a jumbled, confused mess, and you would think that that would be the most confusing part, but then you get to the end, where all the action kind of starts taking place, where Darsha's suddenly Kiba... And then he bites her in this fantasy world, but it, like, affects her in the real world, like Bill and Josh were talking about, and her collar falls off, and I guess her her collar, does that signify her power and the closing of paradise? Like, the whole thing is confusing. And then there's, like, this old man's voice when Cher is holding Cheza, and then Darsha gets poisoned and is supposed to die, but doesn't die and stabs her, and Hige has the sacrifice. Just the whole fucking thing is ridiculous. Like, so many missed opportunities. Hige should have died here. If we want Hige to have any significance for, you know, trying to get retribution against Jagra for using him and all of these other wolves, you know, I don't think he should have been successful. I think he should have died here uh, for the stakes to mean something. But 
every action just was one thing after another thing after another and there was no moment of taking a breath there's no moment of sacrifice no stakes um you know kiba breaks out of the circle of protection how like we don't know like he just does it she dies and that's it that's it that's the whole the whole thing and then we get that bit at the end with kiba and darsha where kiba's like you know who are you and then darsha just shows him this weird black orb says that he was chosen that's confusing although i do like if they are if they did know that they were going to do an ova which i imagine they'd have to know right darsha does give a line about paradise saying that paradise is calling for them not that they are looking for paradise and i don't know exactly what that means but it sets up the ending which is another high point i really really like the song in the end credits and i like the tone of the ending because the tone is not all hopeful and positive the tone is a mix of hopefulness with tension it's it's tainted by this tension of like what is going to happen next although i really would have wanted some hints about what was going to happen next i mean the only thing we get is the red moon and that's it so my thoughts on this final episode if this was their intention to end the series and they did not believe that they were going to have the ova then man what a what a terrible way to end the series i, I mean i don't want to say it like be super negative here because this is an anime that i chose and it's an anime that i do deep down really like and enjoy but why all of these choices? Like, it, it, it baffles me, it confuses me. But we'll see where it goes with the four episodes of the OVA. We'll get there. But now this is my two cents. I wanted to jump in. And uh, we're going to get back to our quick little conclusion with Josh and Bill. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Anything else? I don't know, man. I hope the OVA starts off a little bit better. Hold on, let me check my notes again. Ah. Oh, Jesus. So this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two dudes you didn't expect in their 30s, well, you expect we're in our 30s, you didn't expect it to be the two of us, talk about anime. And I'm Bill. I'm Josh. And we'll see you next time. Ha! I have the last word. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at Tuning Japanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Sleep out here. Lay off, will you? You're not one of the locals, are you? So where are you from, old man? Just what the hell difference does it make to you? Not much. Just making conversation. From Curios. Ah. Uh, you mean you know it? No. But from what I understand, the place was wiped out by Jagra's troops ages ago. They torched the town looking for wolves. <laughs> 
That's a lie! Don't you give me that crap! Sorry, but it's true. I heard it from some soldiers. They were hunting a pack of wolves that just happened to pick Curios as a hideout. So they burned it. I don't believe that for a second. No! I saw them with... with my own two eyes. It was wolves! They killed him. They killed Roos! The wolves didn't kill him! You've got to believe me. Please, Pops. Oh my god, Blue! Oh, Blue. 